Today's daf is Sotu Daf Memches. We are holding a daf Mem Zayin and Beis at the bottom of the page, about ten lines from the bottom of the page on Mem Zayin and Beis. Uh, we are the, uh, the first one line is Misha Rabu. We're going through all the different things that when you have uh, when uh, when there was too much of one thing, then other things became batel. Uh, when there's too much of a bad thing, certain good things became batel. We're lost from the world. The Gemara is going to talk about the Sfekos of Yochana, the Takanos rather of Yochana Kohen Gadol relating to Maestros and Vidoy Maestros. We're going to define our mission. Use the terms Maorin and Nokfin, and uh, it's going to define what those terms mean exactly. That that uh, they were Mavatel, those things, and uh, the mission the mission on is going to tell us what was lost when we lost the Sanhedrin and what was lost together with the Chorban Abayis. It's going to talk a lot about the decree against music and uh, the negative effects that music can have. On Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to uh, going to to identify who the Neviim. Rishonimar, because the Mishnah says that when the Neviim Rishonim uh, passed away, that was the end of the Urim Vetumim. So which Neviim Rishonim exactly are we talking about? It's going to give uh, Hespedim for certain key figures in Jewish history, and we're going to describe the role of the Shamir in the Beis HaMikdash, and we're also going to describe the phrase that comes up in the Mishnah, No Festsufim. So a lot to, to do today. We'll just try to read as quickly as possible. So ten lines, about eight, ten lines from the bottom of the page. Misharabu Matile Mile when there was uh, when there was too much matile mile al balabatim, Rashi explains Dayanim who would invest with balabatim, so they they relied on the balabatim to be the investors of their money. So Rabbi Ashok had to cause a lot of bribery, vatayos mishpat, and a lot of injustice. Upaskatova and goodness stopped. Mishrabu mikablani tovascha mechazakni tovasecha. When there were too many Dayanim who were showing hakarasatov, oh I owe you one to this balabas, I owe you one to that balabas. So Rabu Ishayosha ben Avyasa, and there was the, it became too much of Ishayosha ben Avyasa of everyone just doing what they wanted to do. Shvalim hukbu vagvom hushpalu. Those who were low were raised up, and those who are high were uh, knocked down. Malchusa azla venivla, and the malchus degenerated. Misharabu tsarayayin v'torfei taref. When there were too many stingy people and too many insensitive people, Rabu ma'amtsi alei v'kovtsi yaday milahalvos. There were too many people that uh, that refused to lend money. V'overall mashikasuba Torah. And they violated what it says in the Torah, where the Torah tells us that you're not allowed to uh, to, re- to uh, re- uh, refrain from lending money prior to the Shemitah year, thinking that you're just going to lose the money during the Shemitah year. You have to lend money. It's a mitzvah to lend money to people who need it. When there were too many people who would walk around in a haughty and uh, arrogant and uh, provocative way, that caused a lot of mayimamarim, that caused a lot of need for the mayimamarim because there were a lot of sotos, but but there was no more Mayimamarim as we learned about yesterday. Mishravu Makabli Matanos, when there were too many people receiving gifts, Nismatu Ayamim and Niskatsu Ashanim. There were people lived shorter time. The Psiv is Sonim Matanos Yichya, because the Pasuk says Sonim Matanos Yichya. Some of the Achronim point out it doesn't say Oiv Matanos Yamos, it just says Sonim Matanos Yichya. So uh, generally speaking, people are knowing that they give gifts at certain uh, certain occasions. Some of the postcards suggest the reason you can give uh, wedding gifts and things like that. Is that uh, there's a, there's an assumption of reciprocity, and anytime there's an assumption of reciprocity, it's not really a matana. So sonim matana sichia is only when it's a, when it's a one way street. But whenever there's an assumption of reciprocity, so then it's not uh, it's not not such a problem. That's uh, people ask all the time about Hanukkah gifts. Is a minig that we took from the guy? And the answer is 
Probably yes, but it's, it doesn't necessarily mean it's chukasakum. Meaning, uh, when the, the the fact that people give gifts at happy times is pretty basic to uh, to how human beings behave. We give gifts at weddings and at bar mitzvahs and uh, and tovim. People give gifts at happy times. That's what people do. That's a way of bringing simcha to the giver, usually even more to the recipient than to the recipient. When there were too many people that weren't listening uh, to to the rabbeim carefully, so it caused too much machlokas in klal yisrael. When he had too many tamidi shamei vehilal that weren't uh, that, that didn't weren't, didn't pay careful enough attention to the rebbeim, it caused too much machlokas and caused a lot of machlokas in Kali Yisrael. Vinasus Torah kishtei Torahs and the Torah became like two different Torahs. Mishum Rabbi Mekabli Tzedakim and Ovdei Chabim and there were too many people who were receiving tzedakah from Goyim. So put the Jewish people in a very bad position because we were always uh, owing the uh, the Ovdei Chabim. Mishum Ben so we said when uh, Yossi Ben Yosef died, Batla Ashkolos. My Ashkolos, what exactly are Ashkolos? Ish means people who could do it all, someone who has everything. Yochan Kohen Gadol Hevir Odayas HaMaiser. Yochan Kohen Gadol stopped Vidoy Maiser. My time, oh, why did he put a stop to Vidoy Maiser? Because we don't give Maiser the way we're really supposed to give Maiser. The Torah says we're supposed to give Maiser Rishon to Levim. But we give Maiser Rishon to the Kohanim. Velodi Ashar Maisros asked the Gemara, so why don't we do Vidoy Maiser on the other Maisros? In Achinami, Maiser Rishon, we don't do because after Ezra was Olami Bavel, the Levim didn't come up with him, so he made a Knas that the, that the Levim no longer received Maiser Rishon. So it was given to the Kohanim, but at least we should say the Vidoy with everything else about the Maiser Sheni and everything else. So If there's not going to be Vidoy Maiser Rishon, there shouldn't be Vidoy in any Maisros. My time, Omar Bayi, whole because it starts with the with the video starts with Maiser Rishon. So if it starts with Maiser Rishon, then it can't be that uh, that we're going to mention other things that that we're going to skip that and mention other things in uh, in its place. But this at least implies that they were being mafresh the Maiser. They were just giving it to the Quran. Vatanya afhu bitel savidoi vegazral admai lefishashalach chol gvul yisrael v'rashein mafreshinal shum gadol bavad. No, but in his times, in Yochan Kohen Gadol's times, they they he made he made a gzera on Demai, that you have to be mafresh from Demai completely because people weren't weren't taking anything other than Truma Gadola. Some people are taking Maisrish or Maisrishani, but some people were not. You think it's only Truma that's so serious and that's why you're mocked about Truma Gadola? Truma's Maisra has Avon Misa also, and so does Tevel. So you have to be very careful about all of them. And you can only get to Chumas Meiser once you take Meiser Rishon. So he made a takana. Whenever you buy Paris from Namaris, you have to take Meiser Rishon and Meiser Sheni. Meiser Rishon, Mafresh Mena, Chumas Meiser, Menos of the Kohen. And then you have to take Chumas Meiser from your Meiser Rishon and give it to a Kohen. Meiser Sheni, all of it will be your Shleim. And you have to bring your Meiser Sheni to your Shleim and eat it there. Meiser Rishon and Meiser Rani, Amotzi Mechavera Lavaraya. As far as the Meiser Rishon itself and the Meiser Rani, you don't have to give it to anybody because Amotzi Mechavera Lavaraya. They have to prove to you that, uh, that the Amaris. Who you bought it from didn't really take these chumas uh, ma'isos, and therefore they can't because it's purely a dinimominus issue. There's no iser for a czar to eat ma'isarishon. The uh, it's just a dinimominus issue that it's momen alavim. They have to give it to alavim. But if it's a suffix, whether in fact it's momen alavim, it's suffix whether ma'isarishon has been taken. So let the levi bring a raya that it hasn't been taken, and then it'll be you, you'll you'll have to give it to him. But he's not going to be able to bring a raya, and therefore you get to keep it. And the same with the ma'isarani. But bottom line is, we see that they were.
were not e- they were not even being mafrish the maestros at and you say that in the times of Yochan Kohen Gadol they were being mafrish the maestros but they just gave it to the Kohanim it seems that they were not being mafrish the maestros at all and Sigmar Tarti Tikim Bitol Vidui the Chaverim because all the Maishalam Eretz the Chaverim were being mafrish maestros but he just told them you shouldn't do the Vidui maestros because you're giving it to Kohanim instead of Levim the Amayaretz were not even trusted to take the maestros in the first place so that's why he had to make the Takon of Demai that anyone who purchases anything from an, from, from an Amaretz has to take Shumas and Maesos. Vavu Beetle is a Maorim. He was also a Vatu the Maorim. My Maorim, what are Maorim? Amarachla, Bechal Yom Yom Shah Yom Dum Levim, Alduchan Vaomrim. Every day the Levim would stand there and they would say, Ura Lamatishan Hashem. Wake up, why would you, why, why, why are you sleeping, Hashem? Amarlan Bechiesh, you know, Freya Makam, Valok Varnemri, Neloyanum Veloishan Shomer Yisrael. How could you say that Hashem is sleeping? Hashem doesn't slumber, nor does he sleep. El Bismanchi, he saw Shreem. But when Kal Yisrael is in Tsar and the Yavdi Chavim Benachas Veshalva, so that's why we say it's Kiilu that it appears. It gives the impression that Kodesh Baruch Hu is sleeping on the job of being the Shomer Yisrael. But we know in reality Loyana Veloyishan Shomer Yisrael. But that's why he's Mevatel the Maorim. Vesa Nokfim he was also Mevatel the Nokfim. My Nokfim, what are Nokfim? I'm Rabbi Yehuda Moshmol. So he misat on the eagle being carried of Kedeshibul Dambe enough. Before they would check the cow, they would wound it between its horns so that the blood would drip down into its eyes and it would cause it to uh, to, to be more docile when they would try to shecht it. Asi you batel mishum demechsi kimuma. But he was Mevatel this because it looked like they were being matelmum in the animal and. That's, that's not good if it's a kachim. You can't be matal mum kachim. Even though it's not really a mum, it was just a little cut. But nevertheless, it looks like they're being matal mum. That they would beat it with a stick like they do before of the Avodazara. Like the Avodazara like Avod do before the Avodazara. And he said, For how long are you going to feed nevelos to the mezbech? Nevelos? How can you say nevelos? They were shechted. And nevelos is an animal that was killed without shechted. These animals were all shechted. No, that he's saying that, that you, what you're doing is likely to make the animal a trefa because if you beat it with a stick, it could be that it's going to cause uh, brain damage in the animal that's going, to, that's going to cause it to become a trefa. So Ahmed Vizkalan Tabos Pekarka, he said, if you're having a hard time holding the animals down for shechita, so he made uh, rings in the ground in the base of Migdash that would hold the animal down. So there was a hammer banging in Yerushalayim through the, up until his days. And then he used mevatel that as well. What does it mean? He used mevatel the use of a hammer in Yerushalayim. No, bechol It means in chalamoid. People were doing melechas davara aved, so it was really mutter, but it was giving the impression that they were doing stam whatever regular melech they do on chalamoid, and therefore he was mevatel. Called yom avloy adam sarachlishal al demai, and no one had to be shol al demai during his days. Kedamon, like we said, because he made a takana that everyone just has to be mafresh from the demai. Says the Mishnah, mishabatel sanajim batel ashir mibeis hamishtaus. Once the Sanhedrin was gone, so then there was no more singing in the base of Mishtos, in the houses of drinking. Once there were no more Nevi'im Rishonim, the Urim V'tum was battled. When the base of Mishtos was destroyed, the Shamir was gone. The Nofes Sufim, so was Nofes Sufim. The Gemara is going to have three days in Amid Beis, what Nofes Sufim means. And there are no longer uh, trustworthy people in the Jew, in Kali Yisrael. Hoshia Shem Ki Gomer Cha 
Chasid, and the Pasuk uh, continues, Ki Pasu Emunim Mibnei Adam, that there's no more Emunim Mibnei Adam. Rabbi Shumim Leil, Amr Heid Rabbi Shumim, Yom Shachar Beis HaMikdash, Ein Yom Sheinbo Klala V'loyarda Tal Lebracha V'nital Tama Peros. Three things happen after the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Every day there's a curse, the, 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 the dew is not coming Lebracha anymore, and, and taste was taken away from the fruits. The, uh, the, the Achronim point out that, that, uh, that, that the taste, this, that since the fruits are made directly by God, the more one is connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more one can taste the sweetness of the fruit. So when we don't have that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so it's Hashem's food doesn't taste quite as sweet to us anymore. The fatness of the fruits is taken away. The nourishment, I guess, that one gets from a fruit is taken away. That uh, once we don't we don't have taros anymore, that took away the full sense of reach that we have. Once we don't have maisos, that took away the shumana dagan, the uh, the the, uh, the the robustness of the grain. That znus and kishuf caused everything to be wiped out. How do we know that the pasuk that we're bringing in the mishnah about kishilo yishtu yayin has to do with the bittul of the Sanhedrin? That you okay? I, I see that it's telling me something about not drinking wine and singing at the same time. How do I know that has to do with the Sanhedrin? So Amar so it's zikenim that the zikenim is a reference to the Sanhedrin. So that's when we say that uh, that, that that stopped the bechurim in the ginasam. Amar Avudna the shama zimra teaker someone who hears uh, zemer is is uprooted. Amar Rava zimra bebeis chur bebesifa that uh, if there's zemer in the house it's going to cause the house to be destroyed. Shnamer kol yishar bechalon cherv basaf kiarza ara mikey arza ara. What does that phrase mean? Amar Rav Yitzchak v'chibayis amusubach barazim irhu. How could you call it an ara an ear? Is any house that's surrounded by cedar trees considered its own city? That we're saying no. That even a house that seems to be fortified and seems to be very well protected will be destroyed if there's zemer in the house. We have to recognize the chorban abayis and therefore tone down our level of simcha, and we have to take away the zemer with the mishteh. That when the when something when a house is destroyed, it starts with the doorway. It's by the saf. It's by the doorpost. Some say we learn that. From another pasuk, pasuk says Ushiya Yukas Shaar. Amr Marbar, so it's the Shaar, it's the gate. That's where it's going to be destroyed. Amr Marbar Avashi Ledi Chazili Umenagech Kituri says, I saw the shade that causes all this damage, and he uh, he gores like an ox. Amr Avuna Zimra Dinagdi Debakri Shari. However, the Zemer that you that of those who are doing uh, uh, work of pulling boats and people who uh, who who are plowing where they're uh, where they're they're listening to music because it helps them with their work, it's difficult for them to stay interested in their work, and it helps, it helps motivate them to work, that's permissible. But the, the Gardai Yasir, but uh, the, the Zemer that, that the Gardaim listen to, that the weavers listen to, that's Asir, because it doesn't really help them with their work, that's Stam, just because they like listening to the music, that's just for Schalk Bialma, and that's going to be Asir. Rafuna bottles, so a person listens to music in the car to keep him awake on a long drive, so that's not what, uh, what Chazal had in mind with the Asir. If there's a function to the, to the music, all well, the later posts come and make a 
anyway, with listening uh, to music, we say we live in very depressing times. So Ravuna Batal Zimmer, Ravuna was Mevatel Zemer. Come Mea Avzi Bezuza, and once he was Mevatel Zemer, so there wasn't such a demand for meat because people weren't making lavish parties if they couldn't have music. So you could buy a hundred, uh, a hundred geese for a zuzu, Mea Salchiti Bezuza, and a hundred saw of wheat for one zuzu, Veloi Bai, and people weren't even interested in buying it because there was no demand for it. So the supply was very great and the demand was very low because no one was making big parties. Rav Chista was mezalzal in this takana and he allowed people to listen to music again. If you wanted even a single goose for a, for a zuz, you couldn't even find it at that point. The demand was so high uh, and, and, and the supply was so low because everyone was interested in the meat once they were able to have, once they were able to have music. So the, the, they, they started making these lavish parties and it started costing a lot more money. If men sing and women respond in song, meaning the way people, uh, they, they would arrange a song, is that they would, it was done responsibly, like the way, uh, like the way we do halal, that it was done responsibly. So if the, men, if the men sing one line and then the women respond, so that's pritus. But if the, if the women are the ones that sing and the men are the ones responding, that's that's like a, that, that's like a, a fire inflammable material that's combustible. That's a, it's an even worse situation than pretzels because if the women are singing and the men have to respond, it means that the men have to listen very carefully to how the women are singing so that they can know when to jump in, when they're supposed to respond. So if the men are listening very carefully, that's even worse. What's enough kamino whether one is pretzels and the other one is really bad pretzels? They're both bad, so we shouldn't do either one. Stay away from Kalisha. So why, what's the enough kamino? If you need to, if, if you need to be mevatal, one of them, which battle should you fight first? So you should first take care of uh, the, the latter one because that's the more dangerous one. That's, that's the, the worst of the two Averos. Anyone who drinks with four different types of Zemer is going to bring uh, five different types of Pranus to the world. Because the, the Pasuk says, <laughs> The pasuk concludes, and what does it say after that? That it causes gullus to the world. The pasuk says, and brings famine to the world. What does that mean? That it causes a It causes the Torah to be forgotten from those who learn the Torah, which is obviously a terrible, a terrible thing. What does that mean? Shagorman shiftless the son of Shalkarish Barhu. It causes lowliness to the son of Shalkarish Barhu, which is a Melitza to Lashan Saginar. It means shiftless to the Jewish people. It causes lowliness to the Jewish people. The Ain Ish Allah Kurish Barhu and an Ish is reference to Hashem. Shinamar of Hashem Ishmulchama. Hashem is an Ishmulchama. Hashem is considered uh, a man of war, and that's why uh, the, the Ish is referring to uh, to to to, uh, to, to Hashem. Uh, and the eyes of those who are high will be lowered down. It causes the lowliness of the uh, of the Jewish people. And what does it say that after these people cause these five levels of pranios, so they're going to go to the Gehenim? It says because the pasuk says, and that's a reference to going to Gehenim. Shaol is always a uh, 
uh, is, is always a reference to uh, to Gehenim. So Hadravamanusha'ona, the beauty of Yerushalayim is Va'alazla, the the alizim that, that are in it are um, are, are ru- destroy the uh, the beauty of Yerushalayim. Mishamesu Nevi'im Rishonim. Then the Mishnah said that when the Nevi'im Rishonim died, so that signified the end of the Urim Vitumim. Man Nevi'im Rishonim. Who are these Nevi'im Rishonim that we're talking about, whose death signified the end of the Urim Vitumim? Says Gemara Marpuna that David Shmuel Shlomo. It's David Shmuel and Shlomo. Rambam Nachman be made David Zimnin Salik, Zimnin Lal Salik. During the days of David, sometimes Urim Vitumim worked, sometimes Urim Vitumim didn't respond and didn't work. Shari Shalt Sadok Valsalo and Sadok Hakohen asked the Urim Vitumim, it responded to him. Of Yasser, of Yasser tried the Urim Vitumim and didn't answer him. Shnamar Pasuk says in Shmuel Beis, Vayal of Yasser, that he went uh, and he left the Kuna Gedola because he wasn't answered when he asked the Urim Vitumim. Masiv Rabbi Bar Shmuel. So Rabbi Bar Shmuel asks on Rav Huna, Vayihid Lidrosh Elokim, Elokim. So Zechariah was the son of Yoyada Kohen. He was in the days of Yoash. And uh, my love, what does the Pasuk mean when it says that he was Doresh Hashem? Doesn't it mean Urim Vitumim? That he was Shaul Burim Vitumim even well after the days of David, Shmuel, and Shlomo. So, how could you say that we when David, Shmuel, and Shlomo died, there was no more Urim Vitumim? You see, Zechariah was able to ask of the Urim Vitumim. says, Marlo, Binavim. The Pasuk doesn't mean that he was Dorish Urim Vitumim, it means he was Dorish Binavim. Tashmah Gemara brings another. I Mishchar Bes Migdash Rishon, Batu Are Migrash. When uh, the first Bes Migdash was destroyed, there were no more Are Halavim. The Bnei Yisrael had to set up Are Migrash. Around the, the the cities of the Levim, uh, areas of uh, uh, that, that that are not uh, that, that 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 are not uh, planted and that are that are left uh, that are left empty for beauty purposes. So Paskur and Betumim also the Betumim stopped after the Chorban of the first base of Mikdash. Upasuk Melech mi base David and there was no more Melech from the base David. And if you have difficulty, uh, if if a person is going to have a difficulty with the following Pasuk, Vayomar Tarshashta Lahem Nechemia said to them, Ashaliyochli Mikodesh Agadashim, he said to the Kohanim that they that, that who weren't able to prove their yichus that they don't have any right to eat the from kachim until they first shalom to find out if they're in fact kohanim k'sherim. So it sounds like they had the option of in the days of Nechemia of consulting the rumbetumim. So Marlo, you should say to him David. What he meant to say is that he that, that they shouldn't ask now in the rumbetum. He's saying that you're gonna have to wait till Mashiach comes to ask the Urim Vitum because you don't, we don't know what your yichus is and you don't know what your yichus is. He wasn't saying that, that any day now, any minute now you can ask the Urim Vitum. No, of course not. They didn't have the availability of the Urim Vitum. He was telling them they have to wait for Mashiach. So you see that the Urim Vitum at least uh, lasted through the Bayes Rishon though, from this Brisa, from the first part of the Brisa. You see that it lasted through the Bayes Rishon because it says Mishchar Bismuch Rishon. It's it, the Urim Vitum was Batel. Not like Ravuna. Ravuna said it was, uh, it was, it was, it was from the days of Shlomo that the Rum Betumim was, uh, was Batal. So even though it wasn't so late, it wasn't the days of Nehemiah, but it was at the days of the destruction of Bayes Rishon, Elam Rav Nachum Ritzak Manavim Rishonim, Lafuki Michagetz Chari Malachi, Dachronim Ninhu. What's the definition of Nevim Rishonim? It doesn't actually have to be what we would call Nevim Rishonim. Rishonim is a relative term. It means the earlier Nevim. Earlier than who? Earlier than the last Nevim. The last Nevim were Chagetz Chari Malachi. So at some point before the days of Chagetz Chari Malachi, the Rum was battle. The Gemara brings a raya. Chagiz Zechari Melachi were called Nevi'im Achronim. The Tanravanan Mishemes Chagiz Zechari Melachi Nistal Karuach Hakadosh Hakadosh Miyisrael. When Chagiz Zechari Melachi died, that was the end of Ruach Hakadosh from Kali Yisrael. Yavol Pikein Oyim Mishtamshem Baskol. But still, a Baskol 
<laughs> was still effective. One time the Chum were sitting in Beskuria and Yericho. Nitna Alein Baskel min Hashemayim va'Amra Baskel came out and said, Yesh bechamad mechad shroish tish chashchina lav. There's someone here who deserves to have the Shekhinah rest on him, but his generation isn't right for it. So everyone looked at Hillel Azakin because they understood that's what the Basel was talking about. And when Hillel Azakin died, they were masked with him. Hey, Chassid, hey, Anav, what a Chassid he is, what, a, what an Anav he is. Uh, a Chassid is someone who's Mevater on his own things. And when, whenever there's, a, there's, there's any Nidnur uh, Avera, whenever there's any possibility of Avera, he's, uh, he's Mevater as much as possible to try to avoid any any of Avera and Hey Anav, what a tremendous uh, Anav he is, that Hillel and Shmuel HaKatan were going to say, we're Roy Shetish Aleim Shechina, because Hashras HaShechina is related to Anivos, that's why uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was the uh, Anav Mikal Adam, was the Adon Anavim, so, and they said about him, Talmido Shalazra, because Hillel went up from Bavel uh, and became, uh, became a Nasi, just like Ezra came, came from Bavel as well and brought back so much Torah to Eretz Yisrael. V'shuv Pama another time they were sitting in the, uh, in the uh, in Yavna, another Baskal came from Shemayim and said to them, that you have another person who's right to have the Shekhinah rest on him, but his generation doesn't deserve it. And they all looked at Shemal HaKatan. He was called Shemal HaKatan because he was Makhtin Asatzmo. He was a tremendous son of, or uh, maybe because he was uh, he was a lesser figure than Shemal HaRamasi, than the original Shemal. That's why he was called Shemal HaKatan. That's what the, the Rishalmi says. The Yad Raman, Sanhedrin, where it talks about Shmuel HaKatan, says he was called Shmuel HaKatan because he was royal in Navi, but because of his door, he couldn't get a Nevoah like Shmuel HaNavi. So he's called Shmuel HaKatan because he's the Shmuel that didn't get to fulfill his entire potential as a result of, uh, of other factors. So in that sense, he's a Katan, someone who doesn't fulfill his potential entirely. When he died, they were masked him. What an Anav, what a Chasit. Talmud the Talmud of Hillel. Said when he died that Shimon the Yishmael or Shimon Gamliel and Yishmael ben Elisha Kohen Gadol lecharvar going to die by the sword. The Chavroi lekatala and the other Chachamim are going to die with other types of misos. So Sharam Leviza and the rest of the nation is going to be despoiled. Va'akon Sagiin Asid and the Mesa Alama and there will be terrible tzaros that are going to come to to Klal Yisrael and uh, and and that's in fact exactly what happened. That those Chachamim died by Aruge Malchus. They were amongst the Asar Aruge Malchus. The terrible gzeros uh, hit the rest of Klal Yisrael. So we see that he had he had Shar Sashchina al Shmuel Akatan. And in fact, he had a Shar Sashchina. He was able to predict things pretty accurately. Viafal Rabbi Yudu ben Bava bikshulamar hechasrei anav. They wanted to say the same hesper on Rabbi Yudu ben Bava el shenit for shah mein maspid shem maspid al rugi malchus. But they couldn't do it because you can't say a hesper on a rugi malchus because you have to be afraid of the king. What the king is going to do? That your maspid someone who he decided should be put to death. So they didn't say the hesper. When the base of Middash was destroyed, we lost the Shamir. So Tan Rabban, Shamir, this little creature called the Shamir, who that has the ability to cut through stone without the need to use any iron implements to, to, to cut through the stone. Shabo Bana Shlomos Besa Migdash. It is the uh, the 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 Kli, it's not a Kli, it is the creature that Shlomo built the Besa Migdash with. Shenemar, because it says by the Besa Migdash of Shlomo, Vabayas Bihibano so 
Evan Shlema Masa Nivna, that it had to be a, a, a whole stones that it was built with, a Dvarim Kichsavan, that they, it had to be that they couldn't chisel the stones at all with any iron implements, so they had to use a Shamir. Different Rabbi Yudah, that's what Rabbi Yudah says. Rabbi Rabbi Nechemi, Rabbi Nechemi says to Rabbi Yudah, V'chiyav Shalom Arkein, can you really say such a thing? V'alo Kavar Nemar, Kalei Avani Mikaros, Megaros Megera. it says that these uh, heavy stones, that they would cut them with uh, with iron implements, um, which which have uh, have all sorts of ridges and sharp edges to them. So it sounds like they would chisel out the stones with clay barzel. So then, what does the pasuk mean when it says that you couldn't hear the sound of any of any chiseling of any stones when they were building the base of Migdash If in fact they were using uh, iron implements to chisel the stones, it meant that he would prepare the and chisel all the stones somewhere outside of the Arabais and then they would import them, bring them to the Harabais. So Evan Shlema, according to Rabbi means it just means that it was a smooth stone, that they smoothed out the edges of it. It doesn't mean that the stones were unchiseled. Amir Rabbi, near and Rabbi Yudah, says, I think Rabbi Yudah is correct, that they didn't use a clay barzel at all, but Avne Migdash, when it comes to the Avadim that were made for the, that were used for the base of Migdash itself, but Rabbi Nechemi is correct when it comes to the stones of building Shlomo Melech's house itself. The, 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 uh, the, the, the palace of Shlomo Melech is described in great detail by the Navi as well. Those were his two major construction projects, the, the palace of Shlomo Melech and the base of Migdash. So the base of Migdash, he was careful to only use the Shamir. But when it came to building his own house, he would use iron uh, tools to cut the stones for the making of his own house. Rabbi Nechemia asked Umar, according to Rabbi Nechemia, that they used iron in building the base of Migdash, Shamir the then what was the function of the Shamir? What did they need it for? So they used it for what the following Bryce says. The stones of the ephod and the choshen, they couldn't write on it with ink, because it says which implies that it needs to be chakuk, it needs to be engraved. But they couldn't use a, 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 an engraving, a sharp engraving instrument to engrave on the stones, because the Pasuk says, Bimilu osam that they have on them have to be shlemos that they can't be missing anything and the ismal is uh, causes the stones to, to be chaser shamir what they would do is they would mark it with ink and then they would show the, uh, the they they would pass over the shamir right where the ink was and uh, it would it would it would uh, crack in the spots where the ink was because of the shamir like a fig that cracks open during the summertime, but it's not actually chaser, it doesn't lose anything. So nothing from the stone is lost, they would just mark it with the ink to show the shamir, you know, to, to show themselves where to place the shamir to, to cut it. That's, that's actually how they make the shins on our, uh, on our, on our tefillin shalrosh. They can't just uh, Im, Im, take a, an impression and press into the tefillin shalrosh to make the shin, because then it's chaktochos. Then uh, the, you, you, have to, you have to make the shin, you can't make the area around the shin and then have the shin just pop out by itself. So they can't do that. So what do they do? They, uh, they first press it, then they color what they pressed, then they flatten it, so now it's flat again, but now you have the shin colored out. Exactly. And then they use a cleat to, to pull out right around the, the area where the ink was made. There's a similar trick, that if you put the ink just as a marker, but not as the actual ksav, so then you're able to, uh, to, to work with it. Or like a valley that, that breaks, that, that cracks during the winter time, but it doesn't actually lose anything. There's nothing lost from it. Tan Shamir Zeb Briyaso Kisa This Shamir is uh, as tiny 
is a Saora, it's a very tiny creature, Meshesh Simei Breshis Nivra, and it was created during Meshesh Simei Breshis, Ve'in kol davar kasha yochol lamad b'fanav, and it can crack anything, there's nothing too hard for the Shamir to get through. Ba'amem Shamir so, how do we protect the Shamir, how do we keep it so we don't lose it? Korchon oso b'svogin shal tzemer, we wrap it in uh, in cuts of wool, u'manichon oso bi'itne shal avar, and we put it in a, in a, in a, in a tube of lead, Malaya Sube Saorin, and we fill the, the with the, the lead tube, I guess for food for the Shamir, we fill it with uh, with Subin of uh, of, of Saorim of barley, and that is like the uh, the coarse part of the barley. Rishon Shira Pranda when the base of Mikdash, when the first base of Mikdash was destroyed, we lost a certain type of uh, fancy silk, Uzuchuchus Levana, and a, a certain type of, of, of white glass. So Tosa Rush writes that it's not entirely bottle, it's just that they're not as common as they were they were before. These things used to be very commonly found, now it's much more difficult to find them. Tani Nami Achim Mishkarv Mikdash Rishon Batl Shira Pranda Uzuchuchus Levana Virechev Barzel, and also Rechev Barzel was uh, was lost. The Karanor says that they had a certain clee that they would use in, in war and uh, that, that type of clee, that type of weapon was uh, the, the iron chariots that they would use in war was no longer available to them. Even uh, congealed wine that would come from the Charmon, that was as uh, thick as a gule devela, as fig cakes, that was, that was lost at the Chorban Abayis. The Mishnah said that Nofes Tzufim was gone as well. My nofes sufim. What is nofes sufim? Amirav solas shetzafa al gabe nofa. It's the flower that uh, that because it's so thick attaches itself to the sieve. The domeli isa shenilosha b'tvash v'shemen. It looks like a dough that was kneaded with with honey and oil. It's such thick flour. The levi Amar levi says that nofes sufim is a bracha that you is is bracha that you find in the dough. That when you make a dough, the dough itself expands. Shteki karos and bakos petanur that you attach two loaves of bread on two sides of the oven and they grow so much that they actually uh, they swell out so much and they grow so much that they actually touch each other even though they're on two opposite sides of the oven that's how amazing the, the dough is so it's a, it's a description of a bracha that you find in the dough that's, that's all it is Rabbi Shul ben Levi Rabbi Shul ben Levi says no it's honey that comes from high mountains where you can see from far away it's a lookout point. My mashma, how do I know that uh, the, that the dvash comes from the mountains? The Pasuk says, and Rav Sheshis translates it, that, uh, that it's like the, the, the bees that, 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 that enjoy the avir, uh, that, that, that fly around in the, in the air, and they bring honey from the, from, the, from the tall grass in the mountains. So you see that it comes from the mountains, from the lookout points, that's where the honey comes from. So once we talk about dvash tzofim, that uh, which is the best type of honey, the Gemara is going to talk about other types of honey that uh, that, that that are different than regular honey. So tonight, awesome. the Mishnah Maseches Machshirin tells us, kol anitzok, any liquid that's tahar that you can pour out from a kli to from a kli that gets poured out from a kli tar to a kli tameh. 
tahar is going to be tar. The 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 fact that that the stream connects the, the that which is being poured from the klitar to the klitame does not mean that that which is still in the klitar is already going to be tame through the connection with the stream. Chutz midvash zifim v'hatzapichim, except for these types of super thick honey, where when it's nifsak hakiluach, when you stop the stream, a lot of it will will come right back up to the top kli because it's so thick, and therefore that which already touched the klitame is going to go back into the klitar. So therefore, it's considered like the klitame is connected in a significant way to the klitar. My zifim, what is zifim? It's dvash that they would mix water and wine with in order to. Uh, to, and, 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 and no one would even, could even tell the difference because it was so thick. It's called Zifim because of where it comes from. These are names of places. We have a similar thing, a similar machlokas in the David. So my Zifim, what does Zifim mean in that Pasuk? People who lie in Talashanara, Reb Lazar Omer, Al No, Zifim just means where they come from. Zivitalim Va'alos. And we said the, we lost Anshe Amana, trustworthy people. It means we lost people not that are trustworthy, but that have a Muna, that believe in Hashem. Anyone who has bread in his basket for today, he has enough food to eat today. And he says, What am I going to eat tomorrow? Such a person is lacking in a Muna. Who causes the tzaddikim not to get the proper schar in olam It's their their failures in emuna that they didn't believe that Kodesh Baruch was going to provide them with more for the next day. There's actually Magen Avram quotes a Zohar that a person shouldn't cook food for uh, from today to tomorrow. Shouldn't cook food from one day to the other. Mishabru quotes that Magen Avram. Aruchashulchan says we're not quite on that madrego. We're not knowing that way. We prepare food from one day to the next. Okay. <laughs>